tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I'm not stalling. No, well, you, you wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do Ever. that. You're right. That's not, not my guy. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. No way, dude. Hell no. No, don't turn off my mic. I know what I'm doing, okay? I know what I'm doing. I've done this show for eight years. Dad, don't turn off the fucking mic. The one thing they don't want to hear is silence. No, you shut the fuck up, Dad. Bad enough that you bring the stubbornness and the my life and the mom's life. Don't bring it and everybody else's It's woke news on the Johnny B Show. Yeah, I love it. I always love it. So good. So good. I'd like to uh, tell, tell you a tale. Johnny B. I want to tell you a tale about a coffee shop, a cafe in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Barf. It's called, it was called, Mina's World. Okay. Mina's World prided itself in being a queer-owned business. It has officially closed its doors after the employee revolt. The cafe was owned by a person named Kate Egghart and Sonam Parkey. I don't, sorry. I, yeah, sorry. Two queer okay. activists who started Mina's in an effort to create an inclusive coffee shop. However, oh. their employees have claimed that Egghart and uh, the name I can't say are anti-black and gentrifiers. Okay. Yeah, gentrifiers. That doesn't seem inclusive at all. No, it does not. Uh, A gentrifier is a term to describe those who purposely contribute to the displacement of low-income families. Oh, yeah. Mina's World was located just around the corner from Malcolm X Park in Philadelphia (laughs) (laughs) and employed uh, mostly minority workers. Now, ironically, prior to the allegations from employees... Uh, the name I can't say spoke to Bon Appetit about the opening of Mina's World and said that she worked at a different coffee shop and that the uh, white ownership neglected to protect their black employees and trans employees. I knew okay. there needed to be a space where you could have an amazingly made cup of coffee that's not whitewashed. I have never experienced any level of racism on either side from a coffee shop ever. They all seem, coffee shops all seem to have the same culture to me. Oh, uh, whatever, cracker. Fast forward two okay. years, and employees of Mina's World have put out a public statement where they claim that they were suffering from a plethora of systematic woes as a result of the alleged gentrification, including employer opposition and anti-blackness. Okay. So these people, they put up uh, the workers, I should say, they set up an Instagram to uh, to voice their displeasure. They uh, <laughs> They put up a list of grievances, which is basically... Um, you know, buzzwords, but they said that right. uh, the list of grievances in- included anti-blackness in a multitude of forms and occasions, ableism in the form of inaccessibility, exploitation oh of labor and denial of promised wage increases, uh, abuse of power, manipulation, okay. lack right. of financial transparency, the uh, tokenization as a way to appear safe by association. So that means basically that they just hired these people so then they could abuse them 
And then they could right. be like, no, we have we have trans employees, we have black employees we talk about. It'd be like, yeah, 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 we know why you did it. They used it as an advertising scam, and then they abused him after they hired him. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, because of these uh, list of grievances, the employees had a list of demands that they uh, that they wanted. Essentially, they wanted the owners to redistribute the business to them. They, what? they demanded a public acknowledgement and accountability for grievances and harm caused, immediate payment to staff that have had payment withheld, including back pay, and the owners redistribute the business and begin the process of transforming the business into a co-op instead <laughs> oh, of wow. an actual business. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to fly. They, uh, the owners posted a video. It was kind of like a hostage-style video where they said... Uh, we're going live as part of a radical accountability process. We're complicit in the gentrification and anti-blackness on 52nd Street. We put our community at risk with our presence as well as our workers. What? So they're admitting it. <laughs> well, yeah, they tried to they tried to apologize and, and move on from there. But uh, the two owners agreed uh, to attempt to hand over the ownership of Minas. So they were really going to do it. They were going to wow. hand over. They were going to hand over their business to these to Holy these wackadoos. Hell. Uh, they were going to try to hand over the ownership of Mina, saying that with the guidance of the workers and black and brown workers collective, we're going to raise funds to buy the business and turn it over to our staff. Holy hell. The hostile takeover quickly backfired on the employees as the owner of the building where Mina's world is housed listed the property for sale. Now, what was ironic, too, it was one of these persons that owned the Minas. It was their mom. Who was a Korean immigrant? <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was a like you a, can't even write this on a movie. I know this it's is amazing. It's so good. I read about this today, and I was like, "Holy moly!" Thank God I caught this before you know oh we got it God. done this week. I would like to be a mediator for that. I'd like to 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 handle all the the mediation talks. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'd like to be there for it. Yeah, well, despite the owners of Mina's World being radically progressive, with uh, Philly Eats even calling the cafe a quote. Queer Haven, Egghart, oh and Perique were uh, still cannibalized by the mob, and they have officially closed their doors this week. Oh, man. Very sad. Jeez. So sad. Uh, my question is, how was the coffee? Was it good? I wonder. I'm sure it was delicious. You know, mm. these stores, I've never had a bad cup of coffee at uh, any coffee shop that, uh, you know, specializes in these things. You could buy a machine. Some of the some of these machines are crazy expensive, by the way. But you can buy a oh, yeah. very expensive coffee machine, and it is going to be just the best cup of coffee you've ever had. If you long you get some good beans and a hundred thousand dollar machine, it's going to be great. You don't even need that much, dude. A nice Nespresso, dude. Like when I was filming that uh, that pilot a couple of years ago, they had a Nespresso machine at the lawyer's office where we were doing a lot of the filming, and that that it's not even close. Like, I have a really nice uh, Keurig in my kitchen. You know, it has a frother. It has all the cool stuff. You know, it's probably a $300 machine. But those Nespresso's are like five, six, $700 for one of those machines. Mm. And it, it just doesn't compare. It's like an Italian man, you know, went to Brazil, picked the right beans, then went back to Italy, and then, you know, uh, went through 10 years of schooling on how to make coffee and just to make the finest cup of espresso. Then he made it with his bare hands with waters from aquifers, from uh, mountains that you, could, you have to hike 10 miles to get to. And then it gives it to you in a little cup and you just go, ah, ah, and it tastes so rich and so delicious. That's what those espressos taste like. Mm.
Yeah. It's good stuff. I want one. I want one. I need to find a good... I like iced coffee. Not a big hot yeah. coffee person. Mm-hmm. And I have a... It's a, you know, a pitcher, and then it mm-hmm. has this... Um, kind of like a tea steeper. Well, I guess it's a, yeah. a steeper, you know, that you put sure. in there and then you put the coffee in, you let it sit for 24 hours. But mm-hmm. it still gets a little bit of like grit and grime in there. It doesn't filter all the little particles out. Yeah. I need something that's like, you just we'll gotta do buy that. it, dude. Well, buy it's what? Not, what do it's I buy? Not cheap. Publix has jugs of iced coffee already made. And you can get Starbucks brand. They got this other brand. It's a little cheaper, but you buy it a half gallon at a time, and it's really good. I yeah. know. I love it. But the thing is, is I would go through a, probably almost a half a container a day. I don't want to – I mean, coffee is relatively cheap. You know, Not, I'm, for, that not would be, for good iced coffee. For like a Vente, you're talking four bucks, you know? And No, just making your you own coffee. Huh? I'm talking about just making my own coffee. It's relatively cheap. When you're buying it out, right. yeah, it's really expensive. That's why I but don't I'm saying it. if you buy the jug, that's expensive. It, you get yeah, no, not really. If you buy it at a grocery yeah. store, you'll get you'll you're. I, I think I priced it out with Leah one time. You're paying a little over a dollar for for a vente iced coffee at your house if you buy it in the jugs. It's not bad. Oh, I think it's more. They did have a Publix had a special on um, one of them, and I bought it. it was three for ten, and that lasted yeah. me less than a week. But I have Damn. I buy a thing of coffee, and I have you know that will last me many weeks, and it's like six bucks. And sometimes when I want to do an iced coffee, I just I just brew my my Keurig. I'll do like two K cups and a big uh, one of those big Yeti uh, you know cups, um, you know the big uh, metal cups. I put the lid on, then I just put it in a refrigerator until the next morning, or you know for several hours. It cools off, and then I just put ice and you know and my stuff in it, and it's and it's fine. Mm. It's good. Okay. Well, I need to yeah. find a, a good cold brew maker that I can make at home myself. Gotcha. What you need is a barista as a roommate. That would be great with a hundred thousand dollar coffee machine. Oh my God! Yes. Help me yes. out. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna make a coffee on this next break for sure. Oh. A uh, transgendered inmate who allegedly impregnated two women at a prison in New Jersey has reportedly been transferred out of the facility back mm, in. I remember, eight- I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Who would have thought this would happen? I mean, I don't know. Crazy. I mean, crazy. Well, back- at least she's not swimming, you know. In, in college. <laughs> back in April, the New Jersey Department of Corrections told NJ.com that two inmates at the uh, correctional facility became pregnant after having consensual relationships with another incarcerated person. The identities of the two pregnant inmates were not disclosed at the time, and it was unclear if the two pregnant inmates had sex with the same transgender inmate or with different mm-hmm. transgender inmates. Do they have more than one? Now the I Department of Corrections confirmed to NJ.com that one transgender inmate who impregnated both of those women had been transferred to Garden State Youth Correctional Facility, a pregnant for youth. young adult offenders. Uh, what? What? <laughs> what is going what, on? What, what are we doing, dude? Dude, so this person, the transgender inmate, is 27 years old, by the way. Oh, no. Their name is Demi Minor. It was okay. He was placed, or sorry, they were placed in uh, Edna Mahan after New Jersey and- enacted the policy in 2021, allowing prisoners to be placed in different facilities in accordance with the gender identity now, of their preference. If I remember correctly, we did the story back in April. Um wasn't this this lady like completely living as a man until just before the court case and then decided to turn into a woman to, tran- to transition 
at that point, but was completely living as a man. And, you know, there was no indication that this person was a transgender person until, you know, it came court time. And then they said, I'm I'm transgender. I'm a woman. And then went into prison and started making people pregnant. That sounds right, but I'm not positive about that. I know we had a case like that, and I'm I don't want to I don't want to say it's the same person, but I really think it is. It it definitely because, could be. Yeah, they have a Twitter account. The this person Demi Minor, Demi Minor. It's yeah, fr- Demi's with minors now. Yeah, yeah, literally. Free Miss yeah. Free Miss Demi. I don't understand. See, that's the thing that was so shocking this to me. It's not even. It gets worse. Like, okay, so you're taking them with, with adult women, and now you're putting them with children. Yeah. What is going on? I'm I sorry. Don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine anyone sees this. And goes, yeah, that's the right thing to do. There, there are plenty of people doing that right now. <sighs> and if it, just us questioning, we sound like transphobic, but we're but, not. Okay. This is a criminal getting put in jail with kids. Even if you go, look, I think that you are the sex or gender that you say you are okay so this person says they're female so you put them in prison uh-huh. with females okay right. i i can almost get my head around that because at least sure. it's it's there's some sort of logic there i may disagree mm-hmm. with it personally but okay fine but to go oh well now they're <laughs> they're getting all these chicks pregnant in that prison this lady is getting everybody pregnant so now you're gonna put them with kids yeah, I now, that I can't like. There's no circumstances where that's acceptable. It doesn't make sense at all. So, it's shocking. They have a. Yeah. I'm so curious. I'm afraid to play the video, but they have a. How how did Miss Demi Minor, and her name's Miss Minor too, and she's going to prison. With, I, the, the, I know the simulation has a great sense of humor. That's yeah. really all I can say. It's it's you know. Terrifying. And it's not a, is it a? Is she in jail for a Miss Deminer? <laughs> <laughs> I think it must be a, a felony. I would assume. I'm very curious, but was I don't know. Um, I should I play the video from from her Twitter feed? You could dump it. Okay, I just want to know how. Well, I know that people can get, you know, phones in prison. Obviously, we yeah, know they, that they, they keister them. Yeah, but you would think. I don't know. This this tweet is still up. It's been when was this tweeted? July seventeenth, which was a couple days ago. All right, I'm gonna play it and see what happens. It's gonna be bad. Okay, the audio is really I can't bad. Can't make out. They're what just saying. he or they is just kind of standing there doing this, like waving, and he's yeah. sashaying around. She's. They oh, sash cool. thing around right. says uh, thanks to those who support justice for Demi dot org and have sent their love. I hate it here, and above all, I have been so heartbroken over the abuse that the DOC is carrying out. I found you the courage to post two this prisoners. video. <laughs> he's wrong, uh, you know. He's wrong. They sorry, geez, they are wrongfully, uh-huh. you know, incarcerated. Okay, all right, uh, neat. I'm just. I, 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.